Welcome to the Goth and the Sloth. I'm your Sloth, Matt. And I'm Luna the Goth. This is the podcast of two friends living a country apart, living our best lives, and getting into trouble. <laughs> Some of us more than others. Yeah. I think. <laughs> we decided to take the first part of our podcast to discuss the COVID-19 pandemic, how it affects our lives, how it affects your lives, and how it's maybe the worst thing in 2020, but maybe not. We don't know yet. I mean, the jury's still out, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, this is definitely the deadliest thing to happen in this country this year. Yeah, absolutely. So how you been? Oh, fine. Hanging in there. Doing the 2020 dance. Oh, that's Surviving? <laughs> what about you? Uh, oh, about, about the same. Just uh, yeah. hanging in there. Yep. <laughs> Doing what, what I do. can. <laughs> mm-hmm. So let's uh let's just jump right into it today. Uh so what's going on in the greater Virginia area? So numbers are a little better this week. So we have 109,882 cases, which is up 4,000 from the week before. So uh, for both for all three for cases, hospitalizations and deaths, where the rate of increase is lowered slightly. So um last week we were up 5,000, this week we're up 4,000. Uh, for uh, hospitalizations, we have 8,998, uh, which is up 300 from last week. And we have 2,427 deaths, which is up about 40 from last week. So all consistently slightly lower. Not much lower, just slightly lower. <laughs> it's something. Something to be yeah. happy about. Well, take it, yeah. frankly. Like, it's just, it's horrible. So anything right now is good. Um, there, as far as other news in Virginia, there's a lot of concern about Northern Virginia, um, which is essentially a DC suburb. Mm -hmm. Like all of Northern Virginia is a DC suburb. (laughs) Um, so they're looking at targeted restrictions to help slow the spread. Uh, according to Inside Nova, which is Northern Virginia for non- Virginians. (laughs) Virginians. <laughs> uh, Arlington County recently adopted an ordinance requiring pedestrians to stay six feet apart on streets and sidewalks and imposing a $100 fine for violators. Um, they're saying that it's effective while people are watching them, yeah. <laughs> but as soon as they turn around, it's not so effective anymore like uh, when you see a cop on the side of the highway you slow down and then exactly you take off. <laughs> exactly it's just it's it's what we all do it's yep. like human nature so yeah um in other news uh i don't really have any uh, any other news i mean on the national level the only news uh there is is really the democratic national convention and it's happening and it doesn't really have to do with coronavirus except for slamming the president for not doing better about it. So, yep. (laughs) Although I do have to say that watching clips here and there, I'm not like watching, watching. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just kind of get what I need and watch the speeches. I I feel like I need to see, but um, I do have to say I miss presidential speeches that didn't have like insults and slurs and had actual like sentences with a subject and a verb and a direct <laughs> object. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
Uh, do we even have that in our lifetime, though? Really? What? You have you heard Obama speak? He only speaks in in full fucking sentences, That's like the fair. fullest fucking sentence. <laughs> That's fair. I still just remember, you know, Clinton still doing that during his, at least during his running, he would still Oof. slam people. Oh and, yeah, 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 for sure. But yeah, Obama. You're right. Obama is a an exception to that for sure. Yeah, he kind of had he had to be like excessively cordial because. For, of obvious reasons. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. So, what about Colorado? What's going on over there? All right, we are looking not too shabby. We're at fifty-four thousand two hundred and thirty cases, which is only up two thousand from week to week, which is still uh, on track. Um, we're at six thousand seven hundred ninety-seven hospitalizations, which is only up uh, seventy-nine which is our mm-hmm. lowest week-to-week in about a month or so uh, for hospitalizations. Oh, wow. And we're at uh, 1,815 deaths, and that's 47 week-to-week. So that's pretty much on par for deaths. Okay. Um, we did have our lowest day-to-day case total since corona f- started Whoa. Uh, this, uh, this weekend. So. Yeah, we're on a good slope. We haven't reached a total like we were where we were in June, um, and nowhere near saying, "Hey, we're all done." But, <laughs> but not too bad. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, in other news, oh. we have Colorado College. Oh, I think I heard about this. Yeah. So um, there is a hundred plus students being quarantined in their dorm. After uh, the first week of new uh, new move-in, new year move-ins, mm-hmm. um, because they had a few people um, test positive and they found no one was doing the things they needed to do, so they quarantined the entire uh, entire dorm. Yep. Oh my gosh! They get uh, there's a article I have here. They have 20 minutes of outside time every day. The building was built in 1915, so there's no air conditioning. <gasps> and they're only supposed to go to the bathroom when they need, like, absolutely need to. Oh, because they have shared bathrooms. Yep. Oh, shoot. So. Welp. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, sure does. Guess what would have prevented that? Mm, listening? Yeah. To scientists? <laughs> Oh, boy. That's a bummer. It is. Along with that, uh, there's been a lot of schools, high schools and middle schools, already shutting down. Um, I got oh, an wow. article here from the New York Times um, that says uh, more than... Oh, you mean nationally. Okay. Yeah, over yeah, yeah nationally. Uh, I haven't seen specific in Colorado, but yeah, for national news. Uh, more than 200 employees have been barred from work in Georgia's largest school district. Uh, Mm -hmm. Indiana had a high school that had to shift to online learning only two days after starting school. Oh, Lord. And uh, students at a Mississippi school were forced to quarantine after classmates tested positive for coronavirus during the first week of classes. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's a story everywhere. VCU said that they have a bunch of people that have it, and they found out that they were having parties is why they have it it's like it's just not good it's not good it isn't it's uh 
Yeah, and uh, yeah, the, so the starting school back up has not gone very smooth at all. <laughs> no, and I'm sure that there are areas where there's not a high infection rate mm-hmm. that's probably doing all right, but it's like if you are in a big city and a lot of people are getting the virus, what are you doing? Yep, exactly. (laughs) Just sucks. Uh, But speaking of big cities, uh, Colorado or Denver County is only eighth in the entire state of Colorado for total cases now. Nice. Yeah, Denver seems to be. Yeah, yeah. The weird time you want to be out of the top (laughs) (laughs) ten. So yeah. So yeah, I mean, some things are looking good, but it's still, still rough. Yeah. Yeah. So what? well, I mean, yay, silver lining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess. I think I think what we're doing is working. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Did I mention? I don't know if I mentioned last week or not that they extended our mask mandate uh, statewide. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of think we're just going to keep heading on the same track and see what happens yeah so well good stuff ish yeah i uh, fingers <laughs> crossed for you and everyone else yes <laughs> so what's uh, new in luna's world um not a whole hell of a lot um i have a neighbor who i've seen around i mean this isn't like a tight-knit community here or anything right um but i was out with my plant babies and he was like do you want these plant babies and i was like yes and it was super sad his wife died um and so he was trying to get rehome the plants and i was like give me all of your plants i will be plant mama um so that was cool and so now i have uh, like my garden doubled in size overnight. Very nice. And I'm super happy about that. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of it. <laughs> <laughs> same old, yeah. same old. Yeah, just surviving. Still navigating the health system of doom. Yeah. So, oh, and I left my first scathing review, like publicly scathing, because I've definitely left reviews like honest (laughs) reviews that aren't public Mm -hmm. but i left my first like public review because i was i like sat there and thought about it for a long time and i was like no people should know especially (laughs) people that are vulnerable like they should know not to go to this hospital and um and so yeah i mean i don't expect anything will happen but i feel like that's a big step for me i don't typically publicly complain about bad service so well, you stood up just for yourself. between my friends i talked my friends ears off about yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> yeah what about you what's going on in your world um you know nothing too crazy there is an unfortunate bit that we're doing another round of furloughs at my office oh um, no i was lucky enough to be left off that list but unlucky enough that i am the one that has to process all the uh, all of them oh so. yeah that happened the last time too, huh? Yep. Mm. But you know, furloughs is better than firing, though. So that's true. Silver linings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is something. Just cling to those silver linings. <laughs> um. Besides that, uh, you know, the band's just prepping for our show. It's officially public now on Herman's Hideaway's website and. 
their Facebook. So it's it's a happening. Yep. <laughs> it's happening. Yeah. I just I'm so curious how it's gonna go. Just Yeah. No, yeah. me too. We'll hear about it here on the pod. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's about it. Uh, so let's jump into our topic for today. What are we talking about? Well, today we're going to um, look uh, back into the world of sports. So a while ago we talked about how each sport was responding to the coronavirus pandemic. And we ca- we talked about it and thought it was time for an update. So yeah. we will update you on what is going on in this world. All right. Um, you want to start or do you want me to start? Uh, I'll start. All right. Go for it. Uh, especially because my first one's kind of chunky. <laughs> chunky. <laughs> go for it. So I'm going to start with the NFL. Um, it's uh, interesting. So Yeah, there's a lot the, there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so the NFL Players Association website has some really interesting info and graphics and they clearly hired a company to like visualize data for them. <laughs> it's very colorful, which I appreciate. Um, so they're saying, according to them, uh, 107, there have been 107 total player positives during the off season and 64 total player positives since the players began to report for training camps. This was last updated August 12th. Um, yeah, it's. Yeah. I don't know how to take these numbers. Like, I trust them personally because it's the player association. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll just keep going. So, <laughs> um, on the players association website, they also have a map showing the spread of the virus and what it looks like in each of the NFL and metropolitan areas. So, uh, the Miami Dolphins is worst obviously, because it's Miami, Florida. (laughs) Um, They have, oh, it's by the average daily cases per 100,000 population. So Miami is worst. Uh, Denver Broncos is the 24th on the list. So Denver's doing all right. And I don't care about the Washington football team. (laughs) Don't care. Not my team. Um, and the Patriots have the best daily averages of cases. I, I yeah. All right. Boo, so <laughs> Patriots. Anything good about Patriots? Boo. I know it's like hard to give them credit <laughs> for anything, and I'm like, and then I'm sitting here thinking like, oh, okay. So New England, what are they counting? Are they just counting the stadium? Yeah, <laughs> like, just right <laughs> around Gillette. <laughs> Like what? Anyway, but that's not fair. I'm sure they're fine. I, who knows? I have no idea what's happening in Boston. Um, okay. So on the NFL's website, they posted an article on August 7th saying that the NFL chief medical op- chief medical officer, Dr. Alan Sills, uh, distributed updated protocols for positive test results. So uh, I'll read a little bit of what it said. Test results reported as presumptive positive or inconclusive should be considered the same as positive with regard to further testing, treatment, and screening, according to the memo. If a player with no known 
history of COVID-19 infection, as proved by a documented test, receives a new positive test result and is asymptomatic, then two types of confirmatory tests will be run on the day following the positive test result. During that time, the tested individual must remain out of the facility and isolate at home until the confirmatory test results return. If both types of confirmatory test results are negative, then the individual is not considered COVID-19 positive and may resume all normal activity. I have thoughts about this, um, (laughs) but I'll keep going. Dr. Sills uh, will not confirm the Players Association number of players who have tested positive, which I Hmm, find interesting. Um, In the memo, here's another quote, in the memo, Sills introduced a reminder directing all players and tiers one and two personnel to wear a face mask at all times when in the facility, except players that remove their masks when physical activity prevents their use. In response to the use of face shields, the memo stated such face shields are not an acceptable substitute for face masks, though they may be worn in addition to a mask for additional protection. Um, So... (sighs) It just sounds like this whole like having them go home yeah. thing uh, feels strange to me. Okay. Um, I just like if they're getting infected at home. I don't know. Anyway, it's not quite bubbly. Yeah. Well, they're not <laughs> really know? doing a bubble, far as I know. They're not. So. So it's it's like it just feels irresponsible. Yeah. In in like looking zooming out and looking at the whole situation. So. What's the plan? The play. The plan is that they're pushing forward. Uh, the first game is September 10th, so that's coming up. They aren't creating a bubble, so um, but they are asking players and staff to stay at home when they're not at the facility, and if they do go out, to follow precautions. Mm-hmm. So basically, nothing. Yeah. There are no restrictions. <laughs> like, <laughs> just follow the national guidelines and hope you don't get it. Yep. According to ESPN, 67 players have opted out of playing in the 2020-21 season. Um, The deadline passed for when the players can let their teams know that they'll be opting out of the season, so that should be the final number. Mm -hmm. Um, It's You can't blame them. I mean... And it's... uh... It's interesting, too. I don't know if you're going to cover this or not, but I did find out that... uh... They're, if they opt out, that doesn't give them, like, it doesn't count against their contract. So if yeah. you have, like, five years somewhere and you opt out, you still have to fill those, fulfill those five years. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I thought that was I, did, I wasn't going to cover that, yeah. <laughs> but I do think, I mean, it makes sense. Like, yeah. you're contracted to that, like, you have to sweat for them. Yeah. All five of those years. You know, like, it just makes sense uh, that it's kind of like a pause yep um but yeah i don't i mean like i said i can't blame them you know it sucks for teams having to pivot and shift and especially if they're building rapport and they're you know building momentum Mm -hmm. on their offensive line or defensive line or whatever it is special teams and they have to kind of figure it out that's i mean that's the nature of the game anyway but yeah so i guess we have football Shrug. We're going to have some th- something that resembles football. Something that resembles football. It, it still feels like a 
throwaway season. Yeah. Like, it doesn't feel real. Yeah. No. And I feel like you could always just blame anything that happens on COVID. Yep. So. This will be the anyway. year that, you know, that the Las Vegas Raiders win the championship. And everyone's like, well, that's a COVID season. It doesn't count. Exactly. <laughs> Still Jesus. weird to say the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, it just sounds... What even is this year? Right, Las Vegas Raiders, <laughs> the Washington football team. Oh my god. The Rams' new logo. Like, like football broke this year. Everything's broken. <laughs> Everything is broken. Alright, what do you want to start with? Well, let me do two quick ones, because I mentioned them earlier, but I figured we'll... Uh, uh, if anyone tuned in just to hear about sports and they haven't listened to the other episodes. Uh, so MLS, the Major League Soccer, did do a bubble tournament and finished their season uh, with the Portland Timbers being the champion. Uh, but they did have uh, two teams that had to opt out of the playoffs due to uh, multiple uh, COVID-positive tests. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite leagues, the Major League Lacrosse League, Major League Lacrosse League. (laughs) Uh, So many L's. Too many L's. Um, They did the same thing. They had a bubble season uh, within two weeks, played an entire season, uh, and they unfortunately ended with a Boston team winning the championship. It's Mm. a boo. It's a COVID year. Yep, COVID year. (laughs) And uh, they did have uh, one team get three positive cases, and they had to basically cut out an entire round of the playoffs to to help. So it is what it is. Yeah. But that was weird. It was like, just kidding. This round is not happening. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right. And I accidentally closed a tab I didn't want to close. So. All right, so into major sports that people actually care about. MLB is happening. We got baseball. So yeah. they're going, this season, um, they are opting for only 60 games instead of the standard 7,942 that they do I was going to say, year. what is the standard? <laughs> I think it's 160. Nope, 7,900. Yep. Whatever yeah. the number you just said, that sounds about right. That's what it feels like. Um, and they are doing, they're not bubbling. They are fully touring and going to other stadiums and playing oh, wow. games. And not, uh, but they're not, there's no fans. Although I okay. did hear that they're trying to find ways to do that of like major spacing and stuff, but I just don't see that happening. Mm. Um, yeah. But they did have um, a whole lot of outbreaks, though, since. Uh, I know. I saw that. I was like, what are they doing over there? <laughs> They're just, like, batting the virus back and forth. Right. That's what I'm imagining Because you'd They're think doing. the safest sport would be baseball, because you don't, like, touch each other. You stay pretty far right. away from each other, except the batter and the catcher. They're the closest. Uh, but Right, and the baseman. Like, eh, depends. I mean... You, I mean, if you got to tag somebody out, That's you got to yeah. touch them. But even so, like, it isn't a high contact sport. Exactly. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But there was outbreaks uh, for the Miami Marlins, St. Louis Cardinals, Cincinnati Reds, and New York Mets, resulting in 32 postponed games. 
Oh, wow. That's over half. Yeah. <laughs> Seven for the Marlins, 13 for the Cardinals. <laughs> Three for the Reds, uh, two for the Mets, and seven for the Phillies. Uh, they didn't test positive. I think they just ended up having to play some of those teams that got postponed. Hmm. So wow. okay. it's not working really well. Apparently not. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, and, yeah, like I said, these people, are they're going place to place. They're, there's not a bubble, so traveling they're traveling on planes they're all like i'm assuming they're i couldn't find i guess i could i really should have did what you did and search the players union but um i can't find if like i'm assuming it's mostly like hey just stay in the hotel when you're traveling probably there was a lot of drama with the players regarding what they're being paid for yeah in the mlb um i don't know how that ended up but i know that there was a lot of back and forth about the owners being like, no, we're not going to pay you for a full, you know, pay you. They wanted to be paid. The players wanted to be paid per game. And the owners were like, no, we'll give you a fraction of per game. And they were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like some drama that they had at some point. And I assume they figured it out because there was a big standoff earlier in the year about it. But um, we're building up. I don't care about baseball enough to really follow it. (laughs) Exactly. It showed up in the New York Times. So I was like, oh, interesting. And then it was gone. (laughs) I mean, I think we're building up because what I'm seeing from a lot of leagues is I think we're building up to a lot of mass uh, sports strikes after the season. Um, Because, yeah, football's happening. I mean, I think that's Um, that's like strikes overall like i think every teachers everybody (laughs) i think everybody's just gonna be like fuck you (laughs) i am done with your shit (laughs) yes fuck you and you and you and you and you i'm done (laughs) (laughs) let's bounce back to you what what do you got for us what other so um speaking of things that do and don't go well uh the nba is going well. Um, they restarted their 2019-2020 season on July 30th, and they're doing a giant bubble, quote-unquote bubble. bubble. I like to imagine that it is a bubble. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so everybody is at the ESPN wild, Wide World of Sports in Orlando, um, and they have 22 teams there. The uh, first round began October again with October. My brain is just like goodbye. You're just rest ready of the for world. Halloween. I'm just gonna go to my happy place. <laughs> oh, the first round began August 17th. The conference semifinals will begin August 31st, and the conference finals will begin September 15th. Um, and the NBA finals begin September 30th. So. Yeah, and the 2021 20, season is scheduled to start December 1st. So I think they're just going to bubble up and figure out what they got to do. Yeah. Uh, and if you're wondering what a bubble is, all 22 teams are essentially isolated from the world at the worldwide world of sports. <laughs> <laughs> so many W's. Um, so they're going to be there until the end of the season. So they're not allowed to touch or breathe on other people but, but they're in florida right 
Yeah, but they're still isolated <laughs> from the rest of Florida. I still it so. still seems like the Battle of Helm's Deep to me, but instead of orcs, it's the virus just hanging outside like trying trying yeah. to get in the bubble. <laughs> That's definitely likely. That's probably exactly what it's like. But so far it's been going pretty well. Yeah. Like it's been really effective. Um so good for them. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have another? I do. So, uh, my favorite sport, and I think our favorite sport, <laughs> um, hockey, is going very well. Um, yeah! So, they started back up on August 1st doing a 24-team tournament, which, if you know, it's usually 16 teams in the Stanley Cup Finals, but they extended it to 24 doing a uh, preliminary or knockout round uh, what I call mega tournament. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was to give you know sad teams one little hope <laughs> that they can go. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you don't have to say it that way, jeez. <laughs> um, and they are quarantined in two separate places. Uh, the uh, West Coast Conference is all in Edmonton. And the East Coast is all in Toronto. And the championship will be played in... I just saw that. Uh, Toronto. I believe that's how, where it's going to go. Yay! That sounds right. So, yeah, they decided on... I think this is kind of funny. They decided on making sure it stayed in Canada. Not just because um, hockey, you know, Canada hockey... But also, there was too many questions and weird spikes in all the markets in in the U.S., and they were just like, nah. Yeah, like, don't, if you're going to pick between a leader to help with your situation for a multi, I almost said multinational, international sport, I, my brain is not working today, y'all. <laughs> But you might as well pick Trudeau. Like, I mean, he's not perfect, but he's dealing with this a little better than our guy, I think. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Like, um, no outbreaks as of yet, knock on wood. Um, the fact that they split up the two conferences, I think, makes it an even stronger bubble. So, it's not as many mm-hmm. questions. Um And the ads are kicking major ass, and they made it to yeah, the second round. So that's always yeah. awesome. Go abs, go. Um, and yeah, so they're just gonna finish out this season. And I could not find info on when the next season's supposed to start. It usually starts in October, but that's a fast turnaround. So yeah, I don't know what that's gonna look like. And then yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have to see what the world is like. Are they gonna bubble for a huge amount of time, or I don't know. Yeah. I think uh, mm. I think if they have to, I think the best way to go about it is to do um, like one month bubble, like play a lot of games, then take a break, let everyone go see home their families and all that, and then do like a ramp back up where they do testing and all that, and then come back and rebubble for another month. Mm-hmm. I think that may be the most continuous way to maybe do it. I mean, maybe like I. I... It sounds really expensive, yeah. but it might be the only option. Like, well, what else are you going to do? You kind of have to figure out how to play your sport if you want to keep going. Yeah, you, so. you can't uh, 
can't bubble up for an entire season, especially a full season. That is asking a lot no. of all your players and your staff and and players' families. Yeah. Like these these guys are young. They're it's like almost every day I like look at Twitter and somebody's wife popped out a baby. So it's like. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I guess they should probably be home for that. So, yeah, so they're going to see uh, what happens. Oh, actually, I just found it. My bad. Uh, December 1st is when the next season will start. Oh, okay. So just so like the NBA. just following that. So, But it doesn't say what that means, and I assume they don't know what that means yet, though, either. They probably don't, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if anything, 2020 is the year of everybody being on the same page of having no idea what's going on yeah (laughs) do you have uh, another one yeah i got my last one it's the ncaa football and really look at basketball because i don't care sorry march madness people (laughs) um anyway (laughs) so uh well just college football in general Yeah. yeah So, um, it's a bit of a shit show, to be honest. (laughs) You don't say. (laughs) So, like, you have so many different colleges, so many, yeah, different colleges and different locations that have different political leanings, which apparently means different beliefs in whether or not this virus can fucking hurt you, I guess. I don't know. Um, so, I mean, they're going to forge ahead in certain conferences and not in others, um, so I have a little list here. So the ACC, um, is going to do an 11 game football schedule, 10 conference, one non-conference, um, and it starts September 7th. So soon, <laughs> uh, the SEC also same thing, 10, oh, a 10 game, I, yeah, 10 game football schedule all 10 are conference uh, and they start September 26th. Big 10 is not going to play football this fall. Um, so I, they're looking at doing it in the spring. We'll see. Yeah. Big 12 is doing a 10 game football schedule, nine conference, one non-conference. I'm assuming with ACC. I, I don't know. We'll find <laughs> out. Um, I don't, I think again, everyone's like, Oh, Um, and then they're starting september 26th as well all non-conference games must be completed before september 26th so i don't know what that means (laughs) it's like the games start on september 26th but the non-conference games happen before so i don't know anyway um (laughs) pack 12 they are uh they're postponing the fall season and all fall sports through the end of the calendar year. So they are reassessing for spring American conference. I don't know what that I is. Don't know. Uh, it's <laughs> 12 game football schedule, um, eight conference f- up to four non-conference. They're starting September 19th uh, conference USA. Don't know what that is to be announced um yeah other ones that i don't really care about i will mention mountain west because i guess that matters to people over there i suppose I'm, <laughs> yeah. um I, i'm a seminal 
I don't care what you have to say about it, but that's the fact of the matter, and therefore I don't really care about Mountain West. But Mountain <laughs> West has postponed all fall sports, um, and the conference will explore feasibility of rescheduling fall sports for the spring. So hmm. that's a thing. Um, the only other thing of note that I wanted to mention was that uh, the SEC will be allowing fans to attend. Ooh. Yeah. I find that incredibly irresponsible and like super greedy. Yeah. Like, because they're only doing it for money. The players aren't getting paid. You know who. Yeah. Anyway, you know, like the schools d- rely on athletic funds for sure. But ugh, anyway. Yeah. Um, and they are not capping how many can attend. Also bad. So, yeah, they're saying that they'll kick it back to the school and the school can decide based on like state standards or whatever. But I just, it's just sounds like a recipe for disaster. So I think it's, is it too early to just start walling off Georgia already? Cause I feel like that's going to make Georgia implode. <laughs> walling off Georgia. <laughs> I mean, you're going to have to wall off more than that. It's like literally the South. Yeah. And that caused problems last time we tried that. <laughs> we didn't actually wall them off, and they walled themselves off. That's true. But, you know, just I'm wary, okay? I'm wary of <laughs> drawing another line. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's. That's what I have. What about you? you have another? Uh, no, I actually don't have anything else. I think we're good. But I did want to add. I thought it's funny. I saw a video on the college stuff, and you know, from That's Good Sports, and he was <laughs> like, "Yeah, they, they they acted just like the uh, commissioners and all that acted just like college students. They didn't do anything or plan ahead until the very last minute when they absolutely had to." <laughs> <laughs> if that sounds right because like every sport was like all right what do we got to do to like get around this or get through it and college is like we'll get to it don't worry we'll think about it we'll figure it out they're like hey uh school starts next week (sighs) Um, (laughs) 10 games i guess i'll pull an (laughs) (laughs) all-nighter Oh, boy. Yeah, I think that's about it for sports. Some good, some bad, some crazy. Yeah, a lot of question marks. Yeah. Still, even though it's like the seasons are upon us. Yeah. (laughs) If the Avs win the Cup this year, though, I'm going to be so sad. Because we're not going to be able to have a parade. We're not going to, like, ugh. Yeah, and like people will discount it. Yeah, that too. Yeah, it'll be have the asterisk. Like, no, nah, that was the COVID so you'll year. You'll always have to argue it. Yep. Always for the rest of time. So I still want them to win. Exactly. Because I will totally get into a fight. But <laughs> yeah, no, I absolutely want them to win. But at the same time, you're like, also, don't make it this year the year that you like push for the cup to. Like, yeah, it's... like if you win it this year, better win it. Yeah, next exactly. Year. All right. <laughs> So let's move on to our distractions. What we're distracting ourselves from the world of wildfires and Karens. At least that's what we got going on in Colorado. <laughs> wildfires and Karens. <laughs> that's great. Uh, not that. I'm not distracting myself with that. Um, I've been, I mentioned that I got HBO Max. Yep. So 
I finished the I'll Be Gone in the Dark series. It's so good. Soul crushing, also empowering somehow. It's very, very good. Like they, they did a really good job. Um, but yeah, oof. It just, anyway, I won't get into it because I'm very passionate about that particular subject, but oof. Anyway, uh, I watched the movie The Hate You Give, which I totally forgot happened. Oh, yeah. So good. I cried like three times. I watched it with a friend of mine and it it was just, it's so good. Um, I didn't expect that. It's also super depressing <laughs> because it foreshadows every, it like foreshadows 2020 in an eerie way. Um, so there's that. There is that. <laughs> uh, I started Perry Mason. It's happening. I, I'm not super into it yet. Um, I don't know why I'm not super into it. I think I'm just like wanting more horror mm -hmm. and it's not horror. So I keep wanting horrific things to happen. And when horrific things happen, I'm like, yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. But I am reading more. Yeah. Um, and I've been listening to the Civil War podcast to learn more about stuff. Some and crazy stuff, yeah. It is wild. Um, but yeah, so that's my distractions. What are you what about you? See, I can't speak <laughs> today, and that's terrible because this is a speaking <laughs> medium. <laughs> what of you, good right. sir? <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's what I wanted to ask. Um No uh lots of crazy stuff. So uh, I went to my comic shop and uh, you know, got my hold slot and then found out. I did know the owner was retiring, but they're pretty much fully closing down. Uh, they're, they oh, didn't no. sell the business or anything. Uh, so they stopped getting new comics. So this is my pretty much my last time going there, except for maybe if they have like a big sale or something at the oh, end. No. But yeah. Are you going to be okay? I already have my <laughs> new comic shop picked out, but... <laughs> But I have been going to this one since my oh God. I still had my high school girlfriend, so oh seven. Whoa! So that's wild. Yeah, and it's always rough changing comic shops because I've had to do that uh, once to go to this one, and you know you got to get get your hold slot set back up, and you got to learn like meet all the new people, and mm. yeah. But yeah, got to do what you got to do. The guy was getting getting on an age. So. Yeah. Well, at least you got a new place. I do. You can still get the comics. And maybe there's going to be like some rad people there. Hopefully. I did do so. a podcast with them already. Uh, so they're called All Seas. Nice. Uh, the band did one uh, right before everything went to shit. Right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so, Ugh. yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot. Um, I also did watch some things. I watched 127 Hours for the first time. I haven't seen that yet. Hmm. I have not seen it, and I wasn't planning on it. Um, it's it surprisingly good? good, yeah. Okay. So it, it worked out. I mean, it's a good reminder to me that getting away from it all is a bad idea. Because no oh one God. ever has a harrowing story where they had to sacrifice if you stay home and play GTA all day. That's true, <laughs> but you also don't have any wonderful stories about getting away and breathing for the first time in 
forever because you could actually like relax in nature. I miss nature. But I have both my arms, and I'm pretty happy about that. What? That guy doesn't have both his arms anymore. What, what are you doing when you go <laughs> out there? Like, I I mean, I'm not going to sit there and, like, risk my limbs. I'm just going for a walk. <laughs> That's what he thought, too. <laughs> mm. makes, makes you think. <laughs> uh, although I did look into it. I was curious if they ever did go back and get his arm. And they totally did. Uh, but oh, it really? took, like, tons of machinery to remove the rock and stuff. Like, it, it was, like, hardcore stuck. It wasn't just, like, he was tired and couldn't pull it off. Like, it was, like, Whoa. he had to have had to cut off his arm. Like, there was no other option. Mm. Like, even I if. like my arms. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, you know. Well, the, your biggest thing is to always tell people where you're going. Well, yeah. And when obviously. you'll be back. Because he didn't do that. That's literally rule number one. <laughs> he knows that now. <laughs> <laughs> but even if he did tell people with how the rock was stuck, he probably still would have lost his arm. So also just, you know, check for loose rocks when you're jumping down caverns. Why are you jumping down caverns? All right. Anyway, that's fine. <laughs> um, and I watched um, Suicide Squad Hell to Pay, which is another DC animated movie. <laughs> And it's really good. And it had, oh. uh, who did it have? It had um, uh, Perry, uh, Luke Perry, I think it was. I have no idea who that is. I no. literally almost said Perry Mason. No. no that's a show. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. No, no sorry. Uh, Christian, uh, Christian Slater was in it. He played Deadshot. Oh, that's great. And I was like, I know that voice. Who is that voice? Yeah, definitely like, oh. know that voice. So, but it, it was good. It's, you know, the Suicide Squad, and it's much better than the live-action movie, so... Oh, that's a low bar. <laughs> Great. It, but it, it... No, it's far better than that, though. Like, it's not even in the same... Okay, good. ...category. Like, it is very enjoyable. Awesome. So, there was that. And, uh, you know, the band just starting to get geared up for recording a new song, which we're doing this weekend. Fun. And also... Um, we're getting a music video ready to go, so that's going to be fun. So, and the show. Like, we got lots of stuff going on. Yeah, you got a lot on your docket. That's great. Keeping busy. Yeah, it's a good way to be. So, let's move into uh, everyone's favorite part of the show Only in a Pandemic. And major civil unrest. <laughs> Still. Still. Oh, that'll <laughs> hopefully never go away. Uh, kinda, yeah, yeah, but at the same time, it's like, do something about it, y'all. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> like, once we get, you know, once we get uh, brown people even, there's always going to be other groups we need to get even, so oh, it needs definitely. to never stop. You gotta keep well, keep on but, keeping on. That's true, I just wish they would actually do something. Yes, to, like, that would be nice. Yeah, help things. <laughs> yeah, I won't go into what Denver failed to do. We'll get to that later. Um, yeah. So stories that uh, can only happen in a major pandemic or major civil unrest. What what do you got for us? So this week mine is super boring, but it's relevant. Um, only in a pandemic do I actually pay attention to the DNC because I usually <laughs> don't at all. 
Like I've never cared what they have to say because it's always I've always felt that politics never really touched me and it's like irrelevant to my actual life and things that they said were all politician-y and just yep. fake and I just hate that stuff. Um, but this year, for obvious reasons, uh, it feels that politics does indeed touch me <laughs> <laughs> and it does indeed affect my life. So um, I I've decided that I should stay more informed. Because before I was like informed, I mean, I'm a social, I have social science major, like mm-hmm. I, I stayed informed, but like at a distance and yeah. just enough to vote informed. But, um, this time I was like, no, I need to know a little bit more about what's happening and I'll be paying attention to the RNC as well. It'll be painful. I'll probably die halfway through watching it from, cause I'll just will, <laughs> will myself to stop living. Uh, but I, I kind of need to know what they have to say too. Like, I just feel like right now we're in such a scary time that information is what's going to help me. Yeah. Like I, I kind of feel like I need to know. It's all infuriating. I mean. Oh yeah. But it feels I, like I, I'm uh, rubbing off on you a little bit where you gotta, you gotta look under, you know, under this, the rock. You don't want to. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I mean, I, I did, uh, like look at the live stream of Kamala Harris's speech last night and Mm -hmm. I immediately had to leave because the comments were crazy like I I can't I'm not touching comments but I do want to see the original source of what's going on and what people have to say and I mean I'm mad about everything I'm not happy about any of it but at the end of the day like the dude that's in office is doing a lot of harm Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of, I feel like what I need to do on my very personal level, like anybody else can do whatever the fuck you want. But on my level, I feel like what I need to do is understand who's doing what and where they're, where they are and where my senators and uh, rep- representatives are landing on these things and see where I can, where I have the best chance to get what I want to go a little further than just inside my head yeah um and and that's the only thing that's kind of giving me hope but in general yeah like this dude is like literally killing people so i just kind of i just i don't know i need to feel like i can do something about it <laughs> no it's good so yeah do you uh, know i was at the 2008 dnc in person what really when, yeah when obama accepted the nomination oh snap why were you there I got tickets. I don't really care about the... That's like, I'll go. All right. Huh. Yeah, that's interesting. I can't say I knew anyone that's been to the DNC or RNC. So you are my famous friend. There you go. I I was sat uh, directly behind the stage where you couldn't see anything. So that was (laughs) awesome, too. That's great. Man, I remember that. And I, I... I was like sitting there like I knew what was going on but again I like I said I was pretty detached from politics like I just kind of like pop my head up to see like what's going on and then I'd sink away and I had heard that there's this black guy getting the nomination and I was like no <laughs> like no way that's not what do you mean like like quote-unquote black guy and don't get into it with me about black people um and being valid but uh 
but yeah, I was like, no way, that's not, that's not it. It's gonna be like, you know, something crazy. Like you're, yeah. you're not telling me the truth. And then as I saw him accept it, and I was just floored. So I just, yeah, it's a very poignant memory. But I didn't watch it real time. Like mm. someone had to tell me about it, and I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> no sir. Yeah, like funny joke. Like that's cute. I know what country we live in. <laughs> it turns out I wasn't wrong. Anyway, moving away from the darkness, <laughs> what about you? Uh, well, only in a pandemic, uh, when you get invited to a wedding, you in on the RSVP, you mark, uh, let's see where COVID's at. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that sucks. Not literally, but yeah, I got invited to a wedding in October, and I'm like, Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that. It's like weird. I have a couple of friends that are getting married. Like, I have one friend that's getting married virtually, and we're doing the whole bachelorette party virtually. Mm. And I have another friend who's like going forward with it. And I'm just like, hope you like people having masks in your photos. Yeah. Although yeah. it'll be this, a real sign of the time, though. Mm-hmm. Like, when you look back on those scrapbooks, and you're like, Mom, why? Or like, when you're showing, like, your grandkids, like, why is everyone in masks? <laughs> Let me tell you about 2020. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. And in my head, I'm just like, uh, this is going to be a nightmare for, like, down the road for true crime when we find out there was a serial killer at this wedding and we know he was there, but we can't see everybody's faces. Mask, oh, tell. man. <laughs> yeah, it's also worrying that I, I didn't get, like, a, a paper invite, but it's worrying that she didn't mention any of that when she invited me either, mm. which is also, like, um... Let's see where COVID's at. Yeah, at that point, advocate for yourself. Like, well, I mean, yay for a wedding, though. Yay for a wedding, yeah. Congratulations, Krista, if she does listen. But yeah. Yay! Congratulations, Krista. I don't know who you are, but you're getting married. (laughs) Yay! That is good. So let's uh, let's wrap this up. Uh, So if people want to um, tell you, you know, why. The, the, I don't we know. didn't do hermit level this week <laughs> yeah that's because i fail at life uh <laughs> so let's wrap this <laughs> i'll give you a clean one if you want to edit or you can leave this one in here <laughs> <laughs> thanks <laughs> so let's wrap this up with our hermit level on the leonardo dicaprio scale of uh, a 10 being the man in the iron mask and no one's seen your face in over 200 years or are you a one when you're uh, in the gangs of New York and you're running around the dirty streets of New York fighting people? Where are you at? Hmm. Can I have two answers? Because <laughs> I'm definitely a 9.5 on the outside. And I'm like a like two on the inside. Because in my mind, I'm like battling the world at large. But inside, yeah, I'm I'm not actually doing that at all. I'm staying <laughs> home. I haven't been anywhere, and like I've kept my super duper lock system in place. Like I haven't had to 
unlock anything <laughs> <laughs> to go outside. I'm just staying here. Um, but I'm fine with that because I spend most of my time horizontal, and I'm okay with that. There you go. So, yeah. What about you? How hermity? Um, probably right in the middle. Probably a five, maybe a six. Mm, social um, butterfly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Went to the comic shop. Um, I can't remember when we recorded last episode if I mentioned that I went to a uh, trampoline christening party with like four people. You but... did not mention that's what that was. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome, though. <laughs> <laughs> so next time you're here, I have a big old trampoline for you to jump oh around on. Oh my gosh. On. That is definitely happening. <laughs> One hundred percent. Tell Fiona I'm coming. All right. I'm a coming. <laughs> um, and then you know the band stuff. So yeah, I'd say I'm right, right kind of in the middle, but uh, yeah, still not uh, like making it out of the house very often. Yeah, I, I mean so, you're not supposed to. We're still in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> I I'm not going to uh, Milk, which apparently is back to being open for some reason. So, oh, it's like hmm. by invite only. I don't know. It's a whole thing, and I'm like, I'm not gonna bother. Yeah, no, just stay safe. <laughs> stay safe. So yeah, so if people want to uh, reach you and you know talk to you about how good the Mountain Whatever conference <laughs> is, oh, or Mountain they, West. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you can, I guess, find me on Twitter <laughs> at Luna underscore Minui, L-U-N-A underscore M-I-N-U-I-T. Find me there uh, on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find our accounts at Goth and Sloth on both of those things. Um, yeah. What about you, Matt? What are, what are all your things since you're a social butterfly? Right. Uh, I'm <laughs> on Twitter at wizard underscore Matt. You can also find my cosplay pictures on the Instagram at wizard cosplay. Uh, my band is Leonardo Leonardo Band on SoundCloud or Facebook. And my YouTube channel is Matt the Feral Wizard, where I just put out a, a drunk unboxing video today. So those are always fun. Junkie, junkie. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that'll do it for another episode. Awesome. Well, guys, please be safe and wear a mask. And stay home.